0: Your core values form the basis of who you are, how you interact and work with others, and drive every important decision you make. But few people actually stop to think about what their core values actually are. Well, that stops here. Today, we're going to talk about everything to do with core values, why they're so important, and how you can find yours. Are you ready? Let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Can you believe it? We're already on to episode three in the four part Burning Passion series, which is focused on helping you find the one burning passion that will fuel your career and life change. In this episode, I'm talking about core values and how knowing what yours are can have a major effect on how you make decisions and what direction you will take next in your career. When defining your burning passion, it's hugely important that your core values align with the other elements of the Burning Passion matrix. So in other words, your talents and skills, your success vision and what lights you up. Why? Because if they're out of alignment, you'll eventually find you're frustrated or unhappy in your new life as your most central needs are not being met. For example, if a sense of community or relationships is a core value, but your vision of success will not allow you to work with others or feed your need for interaction, ultimately you'll be unhappy or if wealth and recognition are core values but the passion that lights you up will only ever give you a steady income, you need to think if other core values such as meaningful work or balance or freedom are stronger. If not, it may not be the best passion to pursue as a career or business. Confused? Don't worry, I'm going to break it all down for you. First up, let's talk about what exactly values are. We all have values, whether you've thought about them or not. Even when someone is described as having no values, their very lack of values is their value. Values are at the heart of your decisions and help you to determine what is important to you, how you interact with others, how you live your life and how you work. You do this automatically, without thinking. Your values guide you whether you want them to or not. There are hundreds of potential values, far too many to mention here. But to give you an idea, there are things like achievement, compassion, challenge, friendship, growth, happiness, justice or leadership, security, self-respect, trust or wisdom and the list goes on and on and on. Far too many as I said to say here. Now your values have been developed through your experiences throughout your childhood, teen years and early adulthood and they're also influenced by those of your parents, other close family members or other important people in your life and the culture, society and religion you grew up in also can have an impact. Although values you can take from them can be positive and work well for you, outside influences on your values can sometimes lead to you thinking you should have certain values when in fact your values are naturally different. And I'm going to talk a bit more about that later in this episode. So what exactly are core values? If you ever worked for a company, you'll have heard of the company values. These are usually around five or so values that are central to the company, which are constantly repeated and referred to. The company core values are the foundation of how the company operates, how employees work with each other and with customers and suppliers. You might start hearing about them as you research the company. Then at interview stage they'll be mentioned or you'll realise through the interview questions what they're focusing on, learning about you, which will give you a good idea of the company values. Interview questions are not only designed to learn if you can do the job but also if you can relate to those values and therefore fit the company culture and the environment. If one of our company's values is simplicity, they'll be looking out for how you can break down and cle- clearly describe your skills and experience without using too much jargon or talking around the topic too much. You'll then see the values during the onboarding process and throughout your time with the company as your performance is assessed. Also, their website and marketing materials might also cite those values, and those values are how the company is talked about and proceeds internally and externally. Well, your personal core values are like your company values. They're your non-negotiables, the root beliefs that you live your life from. They are the principal perspectives that guide your behavior with others and shape your key decisions. They form the basis of your personal brand, basically what you're known for, what people say about you when you're not in the room. You could, you can could have a lot of values, but you only ha- really have around up to, you can have a lot of You can have a lot of core, you can have a lot of, you can have a lot of values, but you'll only really have around three to six true core values. And when there's a conflict, your core values will win out over your other values. For example, if trust is a core value and a good friend has broken that trust, you'll have to call them out on it. You'll just feel like you you can't let it go. And you will be willing to end the relationship, even if one of your values is friendship. Your core values can make you feel very strongly about things, sometimes irrationally. It's a visceral feeling. It can bring anger, unhappiness, unfulfillment or frustration when they are opposed, or contentment, fulfilment and happiness when they're in harmony. Think about when you hear something on TV or read it in a newspaper that really hits a nerve and makes your blood boil. It's probably because the topic is contrary to your deepest core values. Your core values can be divisive when felt to the extreme and when people with similar values support each other. In the UK, we've had a huge divide in opinion over Brexit, which, for those outside of the UK, is the decision of the UK to leave the European Union. Those who had voted to leave were ecstatic and celebrated when the vote went in their way because they had achieved something that aligned perfectly with their core values. To them, everything seems right with the world now the decision had been made. But with just 51.9% of the votes cast in favour of leaving the EU, you had a situation where just over 48% voted to remain, leaving them feel shocked, frustrated, upset or angry. Now many of those who voted to leave could not understand how many Remainers could not accept the results. But it was at least partly because one or more of their core values have been challenged. They, might, they may not even know why they were so annoyed, but they were just worried, they just felt it. And it would have been the same for the Brexiteers had the Remain side won. When your core values are under threat, it's really hard to let it go. But by understanding your core values, you can understand why you're reacting in a certain way, which can help you deal with it. A similar situation happened in the US, in those pro and anti-President Trump. And you can see it again happening now, between those happy to get a vaccination against the Covid virus and others who are anti-vaxxers, each side finds it difficult to understand the other's perspective because it's so opposed to their own core values to a great, greater or lesser degree. So you can imagine, if you're working in a job that is contrary to one or more of your core values, you will never really be completely happy. There'll be an underlying feeling of unease, frustration and unhappiness. But can your core values change? I'm often asked this. Well, we aren't, we aren't born with our core values, as I've already said, they're developed over time. Your values in general change and develop as you grow into early adulthood. However, once they're set, your core values remain much the same throughout adulthood. But they may reorder in level of priority temporarily when you're going through a certain time of change, where one value has more prominence for that time, or can even remain in a different order depending on the circumstances. I saw an interesting debate a couple of mornings ago on um, Breakfast TV. They were discussing how a top UK long-distance runner, Mo Farah, had said he'd rather not go to the Olympics if he does not feel he he can compete at the highest level with a strong potential to win. While Andy Murray, our best-performing UK tennis player, who is now coming back from serious injury, wants to take part in Wimbledon, even though he's at a disadvantage, as even just competing against the best is enough. That brought on the debate between the TV hosts on winning versus taking part and whether just taking part is ever enough. As I was prepping for this podcast at the time, it got me thinking about where values may play a part here. Obviously, I don't know either of these amazing guys, but as top sports people, one of their core values will be success or or recognition or something similar. So in other words, both will want to win. But perhaps Andy also has a core value of challenge, which while he's recovering from injury temporarily swaps or levels with the need to win in order of priority. He's happy to compete because a value is still being met. It doesn't mean he doesn't want to win, he still does, but even if he can just compete at that top level he still wants to play. Whereas Mo could have a very strong success or recognition value and only winning will meet that need but may not have the need for challenge for the sake of challenge. I hope that makes sense. You may also add or subtract some values when you enter into new stages of your life, such as marriage or having children, or even just getting older. For example, family or balance may not have a huge amount of importance when you're younger, but when you have children, they may become more important. Health may not be a core value in your twenties, unless you maybe have a medical condition. And you think less about getting the right amount of sleep or eating healthily, but as you get older it may become a core value or move up in priority as you learn that you need to look after yourself to do all the things you want to do. The one thing that can really change your top three core values is if you go through something in life that has a profound effect on you, like illness, bereavement, or a big change in circumstances like a devastating divorce or bankruptcy, you can have a major shake-up of your core values. You know when someone says that they feel like the whole fabric of their life has been ripped away, or that they have all that they've valued or believed has been shattered. The foundation they've built their life on, in other words, their values and beliefs, has gone and they have to rebuild. And this is not a conscious thing. It's not as if you say, oh, I I will reorder my core values or I'll change my core values. It happens automatically, subconsciously, and will show up only when you make decisions that usually in the past you wouldn't have made. When the things that you do and the way you behave match your core values, life is usually good. You're satisfied and content. But when these things don't align with your core values, that's when things feel wrong. And this can be a real source of unhappiness. So we all have core values, but why is it important to know specifically what your core values are in relation to your career? Well, knowledge is power and knowing your core values will help you start working with them rather than against them. And they can be your greatest assets. Why do companies define their core values? Because they help in company decision-making processes, they lead to stronger employer brand, they positively impact the general brand experience and help make them stand out from the competition and help contribute to the overall success of a business. In other words, it's not done for fun. There is real evidence of the importance of core values to a company's success. And understanding what your own core values are are just as important. So I'm going to run through a few reasons why that is. First, it's going to help you identify who you are and what's really most important to you. You may already think, I know who I am. I know what my core values are. And look, maybe you do. But how much of you has been shaped by others and what you think you should care about? Sometimes if your family or the culture you grew up in has strong values, you feel that you should follow them too, even if you don't really feel a connection to them. Like if you come from a family where success is everything, you may feel you should also have that value, but in your gut you know that it's not as important to you as balance and meaningful work. Also, if you grew up in a society or culture where community and contribution are important and you don't feel that strongly about them, but you feel you should, and you don't feel that strongly about them, but you feel like you should in order to fit in. When you're honest with yourself about defining your core values, you can usually find at least one or two shoulds. It doesn't mean they're not a value of yours, but they are not central to your way of living. Okay, number two, knowing your core values helps you identify what is wrong in your current situation. If you've ever wondered why you feel frustrated in your career or business and others you work with are perfectly happy, it's probably because subconsciously you know you're not aligned to your core values. This shows up in your emotions and that feeling in your gut that you get when you know something is wrong. Like, If compassion or kindness is a core value, then when you see a beggar or a charity collector, you feel drawn to give to them. And if you do walk past, you feel a real guilt in your gut. While you know other people can just walk by and feel nothing. Or if justice is important to you, you just can't let it go when you feel something is deeply wrong. Even if you know intellectually that the best course of action is to move on or ignore it. In a work context, if you have family or balance as a core value, have to work late and at weekends, that will have a far more of a negative impact on you than it does to your colleague who does not put the same value on time with their family. If autonomy or freedom is a core value, but you're micromanaged by your manager, it will eat away at you and cause frustration and unhappiness. You get what I'm saying? In essence, by working against your core values, you are at the very least uncomfortable and at most angry and frustrated. By identifying your core values, you can identify what is out of line in your current circumstances at work and either try to make changes to fix it or make sure that you do not find yourself in the same situation when you do move on. The third reason is easier decision making in relation to your next steps. When you consider your core values in decision making, you can look at any decisions through the lens of those values. So you can be confident that whatever you decide will work for you in the long term. So whether you are asking yourself, should I change career, start a business, move country, go for that promotion, or transform my life completely, your core values will be your anchor and your guide, and you'll know what you're doing is best for your current and future happiness and satisfaction. Uh what are we on? Number four, knowing your core values helps with willpower. Doing something you care about that's important to you can be a powerful motivator. So if you work in an area that is aligned with your core values, and you find meaning in it, the more motivated you will be. As humans, we have a true need to know why we're doing something, or motivation can be very low. Having meaningful work doesn't mean it has to have meaning for the wider world or on a big scale. What matters is that it means something to you. So if you have thought, I want my work to have more meaning, understanding what is truly important to you is a big step towards achieving that meaning and the motivation and willpower that it inspires. Finally, your core values help you build your personal brand. As people, we constantly observe and analyse each other's behaviour all the time. So it's important that how you are perceived externally reflects the real you. Or you could end up in a company that does not suit you, or in a career that does not meet your needs, or have started a business that's contrary to your values. There's no point putting on a persona to get a new job or enter a new career path. There's only so long you can fake it if what you're doing doesn't match your core values. To be authentic, you need to know your core values and project them whenever you talk about yourself, when you ask questions, how you describe yourself. As you look to make a change in your career, you need to think about how you want to be viewed, what you want others to say about you when you're not in the room, what you want your future employers to think of you, or what will be your personal brand as a business owner. Use your core values as the principles that will guide your actions and what you say so that your personal brand is true to you and whatever path you decide to take, you'll be clear on who you are and what you want. On a side note, knowing your own core values and those of your partner is a great way to know if you're truly suited. You can be very different people and have varying values, but if your core values are too different, it's a bit of a red flag. So really worth knowing. Anyway, moving on. I know you're probably thinking right now, get on with it Nicola, how do I define my core values? So here it is. Companies spend a huge amount of time and money working out what their core values are. But don't worry, for personal core values, you don't have to spend money, but you do need to spend some time on it. So here are a few pointers. First, think about when you've been the most fulfilled and happy, when something has really lit you up, when you're energized and motivated. Think of clear examples and write them down. Then ask yourself, what was I doing at that time? Who was involved? Was I proud of myself? Was other people were other people proud of me? Why did you feel fulfilled at that particular time? Write it down, keep it in mind. Next, think about when you're watching or reading the news. What stories tend to inspire you? What things make you angry or make your blood boil? If you could do one thing to change your life, what would it be? Now, find a list of potential values. There's lots to be found online. If you just Google or use another search engine, um, you can find, um, just put in core values. You'll find lists of many types of values. Um, James Clear, the habits guru and author of Atomic Habits, has a really good list on his website. I'll put the link in the show notes. As a side note, if you want to improve your habits, his book is definitely worth a read. I'll have a future episode on creating positive habits and I will definitely be referring to that book again in that episode. I also have a list of values in my free guide, How to Find Your Burning Passion and Reignite Your Career and Life, along with a detailed step-by-step exercise to help you. And I'll also put the link to that in the show notes and in the episode description. So when you have a list of the potential values in front of you, I want you to think about the examples you've already thought about and written down and consider what values are related to those moments. Maybe it's when you won an award, so achievement or success could be related values. Maybe it was when you were promoted, so recognition could be the value. Anyway, think about those examples and think about the related values and any others that sort of jump out at you that you think, yes, that is definitely, could potentially be a core value for me. Select around 20, the top 20 values that most resonate with you. It doesn't mean they're not other values that are important, but you just think about those that relate to you most. Then look at those 20, 20 values that you've selected and narrow them down to just 10 values. And you can do that by comparing one with another. I'm just sort of saying how, how how much do I feel about this particular value as opposed to this particular value and rank them and then have your top 20, uh, top 10. Next with the remaining 10 values, narrow them down to six if you've more than six, really examine them again and pretend that, I don't know, I or somebody else wants to take that core value away from you. Do you have a strong reaction and want to grab it back or could you let it go? When you have your final six or less, you don't have to actually have to have six, you might only have three core values, then list them in order of priority as that will really help you if you have conflicts between your values when making a decision. Um, So then, you know, if if you have a particular value that, you know, that goes at the top, that will, will overrule any other value that, that you have in the list if, if you have to make a decision. And that's it. As I said, there is a more detailed exercise that you'll find in the free guide, um, which I'll put a link to in the show notes. When you know your core values, you should have a better understanding of yourself and what is important to consider when planning your next career change. When I did this exercise, I realized my top core value is freedom which really helped me understand why I felt so frustrated in my corporate job. I was never going to have the freedom I craved there, working for someone else. I needed to have the freedom of deciding when, why, where and how I work, which really helped me make the move to start my own business. So do take the time to discover more about yourself and what's really important to you. I promise you won't regret it. Thanks for listening and if you'd like to listen to more episodes follow or subscribe to this podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon google or stitcher or go to my website nicolaohara.com forward slash podcast join me in the next episode and remember everyone deserves to live their passion so get started this is your time